Some stories leave you sad, some stories leave you happy, but this particular episode left us in tears. I'm so happy to have this episode today because so much has changed in her life. There's so many stories to be told and there's so much encouragement and motivation that is going to come out of it. Welcome to... I've been through the most podcasts. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me back. You know, uh, it was a pleasure because for me, at first I was not sure if you'd be keen. And I was like, let me just try, let me try. But she has to come back because not only did your show do incredibly well, you did so amazing and so many people found courage in your story, strength from your mm. story. But I felt like, you know, what God does in people's life, he's not done. And I felt like they need to hear how the yeah, story ends. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot has happened. Um, and I think since we've done... Um, um, I've been through the most. Yes. I am telling you, I've been, even to date, I still get to those inboxes to say, we, we've just watched your story. And I'm like, yeah, oh, two wow. years down the line, you, you're only watching it now? <laughs> I can't believe it's and two I'm years like, yeah. later. And they're like, no, you've touched us. You've changed our lives. You know, how did you get up? How did you get back, you know, to, to, to facing life again? How did you yeah. get back to being happy again after such a loss? You know, you've been through so much. And I was like, yeah, the topic it's itself says I've been through mm. the most and I am a living testimony of that. But you know what? after that it was like you know hearing them being encouraged by my by my story i was like okay thank you god you are mm-hmm. using me too much i don't think i have a heart anymore <laughs> i love that i love yeah. that but for people who did not watch the episode i don't know why they would do that but just give us like a brief just a summary of what you shared what happened your story just briefly before we get into the questions so um i lost a baby um a son on donda and um you know after 18 years of waiting my firstborn was 18 at the time and I was like you know I just need to have uh, my life together I just need to have my finances together the next baby that I'm going to have going to enjoy the pregnancy and yes indeed I did enjoy the pregnancy was amazing no Mm. sickness nothing I lacked nothing everything was just perfectly fine I was very healthy until the last minute until the 30 minutes where the whole ordeal happened, you know. Um, next thing I know, I'm having a delayed labor. I am being willed to, to, to theater for an emergency C-section. My baby's head is already crowning. Um, I get there, they can't even prick my spine because I can't sit up straight anymore because the baby's head is already crowning. So it was just... A, so how, a t- how do you do a C-section without... That injection, because that means you are wide awake. Now they had to like hold me to get um, to, to my spine because I couldn't even sit anymore. So that and if the baby's crying, it means the baby is ready to come out. The like re- the baby yes, is there. It's there. It's just like know. few pushes, this baby is out. But for some reason, I gave it my strength, my life, but it was just not, you know, um, and um, a minute, five minutes, and then uh, the baby was out, um, just cried a little bit, and then there was pure silence, you know. The pediatrician takes the baby onto um, um, the machine. They start pumping, and uh, like I'm still behind the curtain. Um, the, the anesthetic doctor is busy pumping. My blood pressure is sky high. I'm normally um, I'm low blood pressure person, but um, at that moment, you know. Um, so now the doctors are scared that um, they're going to lose me because my body started reacting, you know. But um, I asked to to hold him. You know, they they put him mm. in my arms. 
and I squeezed in. His body was so warm, and I thought he will just cry. Yes. You know? I thought he would just come back to me because it was, and he was big. You know, he was like 4.6 kg. You, you know, yeah. So, but all my babies. That's a big baby. All my babies actually. Very fresh. How did we get to <laughs> four? I'm like, I'm like, I had twins, and they were both not. They both didn't even make four kgs. Yeah. So together. all my babies, even Mukundi, was was 4.7. Wow. Yeah. yeah, my firstborn. Yeah. So, um, and then I the girl. The girl was 4.2. <laughs> and with the girl, I was like, I'm not eating too much. Maybe I was eating too much with these babies and stuff. But yeah, so such a such a like handsome looking baby boy, you know. And I looked at him. I thought he would just cry and come back to me. But unfortunately, but know. I mean, do you, I mean, what happened? Because for me, if he cried, it means the baby was fine. So something must have happened. I don't know. It was in a split second. There yeah. was pure silence. You know, um, no one could explain it. You know, um, dilation, when they started it, it went on fast. You know, I, um, I was fully dilated. Um, um, the induction process, when they started it, um, it just didn't even take long. You know, and then I was fully dilated. But the delay between being willed to, 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 to theater, um, the baby was in distress, I guess. Um, mm. So the, no one to date even... You know, even after staying um, in hospital for six weeks after that ordeal, nobody could actually come to me and explain um, what really happened to my to my son. You know, six weeks. Six weeks. I had to stay. Um, I had a lot of complications. Um, mm. You know, I I then had to fight for my life after that. You know, after sure. theater, then I was put in ICU, and the doctor that did the the, the emergency C-section was standing there. She was like. A week later, he comes to me. I was like, I was even scared to come to your bed because you are such mm. a strong person. Because when I stood there and looking at you, you were going, you know. Yes. But something was happening with you. I could see in your eyes that the, 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 the you, you are fighting. You. Mm. It's like, you know, no. um, I, I, I was called to stand there so that I can write your papers that, you know, we had lost both of them. What? And that's what he tells me. And I broke down. And I think that willed me back to life because mm. I was like, you know it. Then there was the song, um, Oyalalelwa, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and yeah. that song was played by a patient that came and, 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 and was placed next to my bed. Mm. At that time, I don't want to talk to anyone. At that time, the therapists are coming to attend to me while I'm in my bed. So fortunately, I started my counseling at that time while I was still in the hospital mm. bed because the doctors was like, this person is going to stay with us for, for a very long time. Because um, I started, had, um, I had urine incontinency, you know, it swapped, you know. At some point, I couldn't, I couldn't pee. At some point, I couldn't stop the pee. I couldn't control it. I couldn't even sense the fact that I need to go sure. to, to the bathroom. So that was um, part of what kept me in hospital. Um, my HP was very low to like four. You know, normal oh. HP, it, it should be above, um, um, it should be 14, 15. Mm. And if oh. it's really bad, it must must be around 9, um, 11.5, then, mm. then you are fine. But it was, it had dropped to four. Then it needed blood transfusion. Then I was given um, some products called Venofe. Apparently it's products of, of the blood that I had to take 12 of those, one each day. That means it's 12 days. So they were frustrating me to the core. I was like, can I go home? And I go mm. home. And when when they couldn't get the, the urine incontinence right, um, so then I had to be transferred for a CT scan. And I was like, can I be an outpatient? I, I will take myself for the CT scan because I, I felt like I have not been afforded an opportunity to mourn my son. Yes. Because I was given a temporary pass to go bury my son and collapsing at the, at the funeral. And mm. then coming back, um, being taken back to hospital immediately, 
So that whole six weeks, it was yes. just like you need your time. I you needed need your my space. space. Yes. I needed, like, even after I was released, my family didn't even know that I actually had to drive myself to the grave when everybody they had left for work. I stole my car keys. Fortunately, my car was at my mom. Sure. So I stole my car keys where they were put mm. and I drove myself to the grave because I just felt like, you know, yes, what? You needed I that. needed that to start processing, to start healing, you know. Mm. Um, and, and, and then something hit me to say when the doctor came to see me um, and explaining how, how my condition, how I was at that time. And mm-hmm. like it was called to like, you know what, you brought this patient in theater. You're going to have to be the one to write her um, that we have lost both mother and baby. And I was like, you and my, my God in me was like, you know what, um, I, 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 was, I was reminded of the fact that, you know what, um, weeping may endure for a night by oh, joy yes. cometh in the morning. Oh, yeah. But at that time, yeah. the joy didn't make sense. Mm. You know, I didn't feel it for, for, for like, like months. Where is it? You know, I, I, I felt like the weeping will never stop. You know, there were days where I would like lie awake and I couldn't sleep at all. And I would just see my little baby's grave. And I kept Aww. on asking why. I had such a perfect um, pregnancy. pregnancy. No sickness. It was just normal pregnancy checkup, you know. I ate everything, you know, funny pregnancy mm. because I was I could drink my tea as much as I love it. Wow. I, so I had such a perfect journey, you know. Um, and even the doctor that was booking me for, for induction was like, no, but you're perfectly fine. Everything is fine with you. Why are you not getting into labor? Mm. So you know? what, what do you think went wrong? Do you think it had anything to do with negligence? Because, you know, just watching your previous episode and people just commenting, people were just like so frustrated by just the health system that it was they just didn't come through for you you know at the time so for me i i don't know from your perspective because from the comments people are like you know this sounds like negligence the baby could have been saved there should have been other ways or it was a matter of of time like if they moved everything if they moved you know if if the, the, the situation was treated with more agency and sensitivity. Yeah. Things could have turned out differently. You, you're right. Um, I think the, the, the nurse that um, took me into labor um, when I was fully dilated, she's the one, I could say, that um, um, neglected me and uh, delayed mm. to actually um, call a, an emergency section. Yes. And I actually was calling for it. Um, like 10 minutes later because I could feel that man I'm giving it my all I'm pushing with all my yes. strength but this baby keeps on the crown it's just um, his head it's, not, just, it's yeah. not moving yeah. you know but also we have that mum instinct hey yes. yeah like you know as you a just mom, know like you even before the doctors say we're going for emergency section you the mom it. most of the times are like can I please do this because you there's that you could insane. feel it because your body starts um, shutting mm. down a bit you mm. know um, and when I when I asked and you know she was very rude you know she was like I know this is the only way to bring a baby onto this earth and I'm like sure. I have a, a firstborn baby that I delivered normal but this is not normal this does not feel normal yes. you know um, so then they started doing all the HIV tests immediately now trying to get me um, to theater um, like it was terrible it was terrible if you had seen the state I was in when I was being willed to theater no no person could have survived that you know and, and after all that when that doctor was standing there my body was cold like freezing cold they had to put those um ic um yeah. icu heaters they put one and i was still not warming up like you could touch me i was ice cold and they had to put two until my body came back and i was like starting to to feel warm even my sure. feet i couldn't feel anything i think cuz a part of you also dies it dies at that, at that it's your time child. and 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 this is happening and the baby they they've, they've put the baby here so i'm, I'm 
I'm, I'm dealing with this coldness in me that my body's shutting down and I am trying to process that really this baby is gone, you know. Um, so uh, they had to wait for my family, of course, before they could move him. So my family could, could see him um, before he was moved to, to, to the mortuary. So, But it, it was just a terrible... Dramatic and the, the sister um, didn't even want to, to accompany the doctor to, to theater. Yeah. Yeah. Only the lady that admitted me a day before, she was the one, she was like, I admitted this child, you know, um, everything was just perfectly fine with her. Oh, Overnight, everything like, ended. You know? Yeah, so the sister didn't even want to, to come close to the theater, even when I was then taken to the ward. He, she never came. My file, she actually, it had to be um, 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 collected hours later. And the sister now that has to take care of me, she's like, I need to have her file. You know, I don't know whether um, the sister was still rewriting the story, but not knowing that immediately when I got the file um, the night before, I had to I, I took snap of my entire file good. for for what good yeah. reason I didn't, you know, didn't why. Even know why I, I I was like I just need to keep records but of maybe everything. Maybe something in your records was was gonna give ideas or you, clues of, of what ha- yeah. yeah, but all my checkups until the induction was started, everything was just purely fine. So there's no diagnosis on the child that says this is why the child didn't live after the delivery. When the baby's head is already crowned, you, that means you're literally forcing that head back to actually Oh, because it's already gone it's down. It's already gone you down. So you actually plowing yes. back. You're going to, like, the baby is going to exit differently now. They have to exit through the C-section. Yes. So the child was tired. Was tired. The and and the tired. fact that, um, hence my stay, my long stay in hospital, because mo- my, my bladder was badly affected by that, because oh, the, the head is down, and we're now trying to push the baby up back again, so that the baby can exit from the C-section. So that means my, my bladder was, was badly bruised. Days pass, and you have to bury your son. And physically, you are... I mean, no healing. condition to You are be in anywhere. no condition to even get up from the bed. You get released from the hospital bed. I cannot imagine just trying to be present for that moment to say bye to your baby while you are in pain yourself. Mm. It's just like an emotional, physical, spiritual pain at that moment. At that moment, I couldn't even walk. You know, I had to be wheeled um, with a wheelchair. You know, imagine I couldn't even go to the morgue and prepare my baby's body. That had to be done on my behalf. You know, and that's the part I felt like I was cheated because yes. that delayed my healing. Because oh, I that felt, is closure. Yes. All those moments are closure. Are closure. And yeah. people don't understand it. You know, they're Absolutely. like, they're saving you from it. But Mm-mm. I needed to this have done that. Yeah. I needed to have done that. And I think that could have um, 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 made my healing journey to, to kickstart uh, very early. Because when I came out of hospital, I was still dealing with the fact that physically I need to be well. I just need to go see the baby's grave. Where do I even start? You but know? the funeral itself, how, how was that? The funeral was traumatic, was traumatic. <laughs> like just to stand up. I mean, I had not buried my children at that time, you know. <laughs> and just standing up and like, you know what, I waited 19 years to go through all of this, sure. you know. Um, I, 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 it was like I'm an ordeal, a movie that I'm in. Yeah, and, it's like uh, it's someone else's experience. Experience, and I'm just acting it, you know. And when I went back to hospital, I think for the first two days, I covered my head. You know, I just didn't want when the the nurses were coming for my vital checks, they would find me like sleeping. Literally, I didn't want to do anything, and at that time, I couldn't really move. You know, my my the C-section was terribly um, um, affected by the fact that you know I I had to go out and almost collapsing there the funeral. Now I have to like the the up and downs, and you know you get there, okay, blood sure. transfusion. You can't even move. You've got drips. You've got blood transfusion. You've got 
all these things you can't even take yourself to the bathroom so it was really 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 terrible you know um unfortunately i i landed on a very nice sister um at the at the ward as if she she knew my family you know um and when my family my family just stormed that ward you i remember lady p yeah. and pastor p uh, when they came it was like packed you know and the nurses would complain that we have <laughs> a big family you know come visiting oh. hours they would know that my bed yeah i know it would be overflowing I with think people shame. you you yeah, you yeah. deserve that love you deserve that love because that's who you represent that's who you are so people were simply just trying to show you that they are there for you and that the pain that you're feeling they too feel it so speaking about that you have been through so much as if that is the end of wow. your trauma as much mm. as you blessed i need to say this she is like an award-winning <laughs> female personality in sports you have achieved yeah. so much just to derail a bit you know you are like a renowned name um you've worked so hard you're still working hard you're making a name for yourself you're making a name for our country and um you know we can speak about the good things but the bad things you've had your fair share yeah i've had a lot trials i've had Take a lot us through what else happened that our viewers don't even know you know as if 2018 was not enough and then my first born son you know um and we were blinded by 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 his sickness you know um i think it it started um 2020 and and you know it it just came and gone you know he would cry mugundi um his name and he would just say mommy i have a pain here yeah. he'll take panado sometimes it will be very bad that we'll have to run at night and take him to hospital when mm-hmm. we get there they don't see anything when they do the test they couldn't find anything like three episode of running him to hospital like twice uh, at night and they couldn't find anything until then february um 2021 um when it it really got worse you know it really got worse and even at the time when he was going to hospital all the time they couldn't really pick up what was wrong you know it, it it's as if um um cancer um leukemia that's what um he he suffered and it it's as if it moved organ by organ in his body mm. you know and it, in the morning he would have certain symptoms um like he would have um black spots yeah. on his on his tongue and then the next morning they would they would disappear, disappear. you know um yeah. and and he would have a a sore knee and and the next thing he's, he's fine, fine you know yeah. uh we run to the hospital they put like the crown on it and we're like how do you put a crown on a, on a, on a, on a knee that is swollen that is has fluid on it how are you going to drain it so then they remove the crown and then a week from that um that was um in march he stayed in hospital a week and then the sunday i uh, was called in that's when he was diagnosed uh with with leukemia uh monday he was to be um transferred to steve biko hospital because they specialized with yeah. with cancer and um and it's during covid time we can't accompany mm. him at that moment yeah. um we have to wait now to hear from them as to what is really happening was it too late it was too late um and um from from it's pertinent from from the research then i had to do after that mm. to, to try and understand where did we miss it how did we, how could we have missed mm. it this this yes. this march to say i mean one person cannot be screaming at night and you drive him to hospital in the middle of the night and they then you get there an hour later they send he, you back he is fine. fine they send you back and they, and you were uh, so strong that's the thing yeah. your son was 
very strong. Even in his death, you could see that body that there's no person, no more. But his body does, didn't look like someone that suffered, suffered. any cancer. You know, mm. he didn't look at it like it at all. You know, so um, he stays in hospital for for four days. You know, um, but the most painful day that I don't think I'll ever forget, or even. Um, 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 his voice um, in, in my mind was like a Wednesday, um, a Thursday, in fact, because he was taken on Monday. So we, we haven't seen him at that time. You know, Monday, uh, they um, attending to him. Tuesday, Wednesday, he calls me, Mommy, um, I, I think I'm fine today. I actually bathed myself. I'm sitting on the chair. I got out of my bed. So we're getting excited, you know. So he's doing uh, voice calls and video calls to, to the little sister, Ompa mm-hmm. Tucheza. So um, so Ompa was starting to teeth. So that was the funniest moment, actually. Uh, Ompa was starting to teeth in... But it will make sense just now, yes. you know. So, um, Kundi is making jokes about Ompa's little teeth. I was like, Oh my god, in vendor, you know. So, my son was such a good storyteller, you know. So, but he, he was like, that, that day was the happiest I've seen him um, since, um, um, uh, I mean, I've heard him since the, the sickness. And at that time, we're just visualizing the video calls, you know, and yes. we, we, we haven't physically seen him. But the Thursday took the, 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 the worst turn, you know, um, and in the morning, I'm, I'm actually in afternoon, so I'm calling, I'm calling, I can't find him. I'm calling the nurse station, I can't find him. You know, um, then I asked my older sister, um, uh, she's a professional nurse as well, so like, sis, um, you, you are in the department, they'll give you the feedback quicker than me, you know, because I've been trying to get hold of um, the, the, the nurse station. So she calls in, um, they give her um, the update, she comes back to me, she's like, oh, Mgundi's not doing well. And immediately Mgundi calls me. She was crying. He was crying. I was like, "Mommy, I'm dying." Sure. That broke my heart. And it, that, those words, his voice, I can't erase them from my mind. You know, I was like, I prayed immediately. I was like, "No, my child, you can't give up right now." Yes. You know. And at that time, he was screaming very badly, very okay. badly. And and um, he was on morphine a lot um, um, to 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 help with his pain. Yeah. Um, but I felt at that time, I was like, you know what, Lord, if there's a miracle that you have to do for me yes. over and above mm-hmm. what you've done, do this it, is, please. this is the one, you know, and Mukunde and I's journey was not an easy one, you know, you know, and, um, to get to that point and for him to be hospitalized and we are okay, we are chatting, happy. we are checking, we are happy, you know, everything is back to normal. And I'm like, Lord, why now? You know, this cannot mm. be happening. I'm not ready for this trauma, you know? Um, and I asked the sisters, like, can I then have to see him? Because since it's been there, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen him, you know. Um, and all I'm getting is updates on the phone. And I felt like there's a part yes, of me I that I, 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 that needs to be next to him. Then they said, okay, fine, you can come on Easter. Um, Easter day, I had to drive to Pretoria. We get there. Uh, they allow us to, 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 to go in. I'm with Om Patricia's father, you know. So when we get there um, and they don't allow me to, to go in immediately so they sit me down on the bench and the doctor is in there um, and the doctor was attending to him so I see the doctor walking out with a syringe and I'm like okay I'm, I'm trying not to be nervous you know mm. um, and everybody with a straight face um, no one is smiling no one everybody's just greeting with mm. a straight face they walk in and out and I'm like okay and then a few minutes later they're like okay fine you can come in I walk in uh, let it be um, sure what I saw was not pleasant. Um, his eyes, you know, said mm. a lot at that time. Mm. Oh. 
because that's a part of you. Yeah. That's your you know? that's your son, that's your firstborn mm. son. And uh, when when I walked in, I was even scared to say sure. anything. I didn't even say anything. You know, his his eyes were just sure. white. So I just laid my hand on him without really waking him up and, yeah. and scaring him. You know, but he woke up with so much energy. He was like, oh, mom. Trust me, Kuni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, mom. Oh, yeah, no, now I'm happy. Oh. Now I'm okay. Those were his words, you know. So the nurse come rushing, running, and it was like, okay, Mkundi, who's this? I was like, yeah, no, it's my mom. Now I'm happy. Now I'm okay. And like, just like that. And you could see his body was starting to get tired, you know, just mm. by saying those words. Sure. So, um... Then he was awake now. So I called my mom. We do video call my mom and my, my younger sisters so they could see him. So they're chatting, you know. But you yeah. could see that during that chat, he's getting tired. He's getting tired. You know, his eyes are getting white and, and all of that. But my, 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 my brains are not ad- allowing me to, yeah. to, like, register what is happening here, you know. Mm. I'm, I'm like, okay, so we, we, we speak. We call his grandparents in Venda. Um, and then the grandparent was like, Two minutes, not even a minute. It was like, um, Mwananga, I need to talk to you. I don't want to talk to Mgunda, I need to talk to you. Sure. And uh, she was like to me, you need to be strong. Yeah. You know, as if she, she, she was she seeing knew. you. She yeah. knew. Yeah. She was like, you need to be strong. Mm. I am here for you. You know. Wow. Mgundi then says, Mom, can you buy me something? You know, with that loud voice. Like, what do you want? You know, there's food here. The nurse mm. was like, oh, no, mama, how thing today? What day for you? Know? Mm. <laughs> she was like, yeah, it's my mom. You know, she, he was, he became such a small baby at that time. You know, so, um, like, okay, what can I buy you? She's like, anything. So we walk out. Um, they allow us to go out and back. So we, we buy him um, um, some snacks, juice and that. So when we come back, when we came back, the doctor was on him again. You know. Now I'm getting scared. So we wait for a while, you know, for a long time, actually. Um, so they allow us to see us, to see him again. So then I call my older sister, the nurse. Um, and she's like, oh, Mkunde, ah, you are fine. And then she's like, sis, I need to talk to you. So everybody <laughs> moved away from Mkunde very fast, you know, to me. I need to talk to you. Okay, um, you need to be strong, man. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, doesn't make sense. The nurse then calls me um, on the side to say, you know what, um, tonight we're going to have to move Mugundi to ICU um, because the oxygen in his blood is, is very low. Um, and um, we just to monitor him because his lungs are not responding um, well. And at that time, I'm asking, is it COVID? Have you done a COVID test? Yeah. Because it's during mm-hmm. COVID time. And for someone in his condition right now, as you, he's, he's deteriorating very fast. In, in, mm-hmm. in a space of a week, there's so much that has happened now. So they're like, no, not that it's anything bad, just to monitor him closely. But uh, we feel that we need to tell you the truth that his oxygen um, in his blood is very low, you know. Um, you know, and any and during COVID, we all became doctors. You know, we had to buy the oximeters <laughs> yeah. and everything to understand really what could be, um, um, so that we we, we can self check and and mm. to see whether we are our vitals are, are okay. And immediately when they said that, I got scared because mm. remember, uh, fast forwarding a bit, on Patricia's, I was I was I had COVID. You know, when I was pregnant and my, my oxygen levels were, were also low at that time mm. when I was um, hospitalized, you know. So when they said that, you know, um, 
my hair. I could feel, you know, when you get chills in, yes, in your hair. Like immediately. Immediately, no. you know. Um, but I was like, you know what? I, I walked out of there. I prayed. I was like, Lord, you're going to have to see me through this one. Because right now, I think my heart has been through the most. Yes. To a point where I don't feel that I have any strength to fight or to actually survive anything right now. Mm. I get home. Um, so the nurse uh, said to him, you know, I will call you in the evening and, and check. And then the nurse said, no, we'll call you in the evening after we've moved him to, to ICU. So you, you, we can update you how he is and all those things. I was like, okay, fine. So we get home. Um Umpa's dad goes to, to, to soccer and then I'm left alone now, Umpa. You know, in the evening, six o'clock, I start calling the nurse's station. Nobody's picking up. I start calling Mugundi's phone. He's not picking up. Mm. Now I'm worried. I call my sister and I says, please do me that favor again. Please call the nurse's mm. desk. Yeah. She calls. We're not getting anyone. We're not getting any response. And then the, I, I had, you know, that heavy sleep. Like, sure. Like, in vendor we say like that mm. I was extreme like my body was seriously shutting down like immediately when I couldn't get hold of, 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 of him and around about half past six I fell asleep like flat and Ompa also was like we were down we slept for like three four hours and when I wake up I, I'm calling again I'm not getting anyone I'm calling and now Ompa starts reacting you know sometimes babies can mm -hmm. sense certain Absolutely. things Absolutely. Ompa now is starting to, to have fever. I don't know what to do with Ompa now. Where is it coming from? Because this baby was just fine right now. <sighs> she is crying. She is crying. You know, and then around 10 o'clock, we fall asleep again at night. We fall asleep again. We, are, we haven't had anything. You know, now I've been praying. I've been praying. My sister, we had a call. We prayed. You know, we fell asleep. Like 12 o'clock, I think. Um, Ompa starts crying again. That scream, <laughs> like from nowhere. Like she yeah. screamed very loud and you could see that she's scared. She's like shaking, yes. you know, the eyes and everything. Until about 20 past 12, that's when I got a call. And the call, um, it's a vendor lady. She's like, Miam Gundi, you need to pray. Mm. I need to pray. Actually, she called around half past 11 when Umpa was, was sleeping. You need to call, you need to pray. Since um, um, I started, I was on duty at six o'clock. You know, we have been doing everything we can with Mugundi. But one thing I can tell you is that your son prayed. Mm. One thing I can tell your son, I actually had to call, um, saying the lady saying she called her pastor um, to pray with Mugundi. Yes. And Mugundi apparently made such a heavy and strong prayer at that time, as mm. if it was someone that was not even sick. You know, but mm. at that time, they could see that, you know, they had already started to attach, uh, just waiting to put the pipe in his mouth and, and all those things that could support him. But immediately when that prayer ended, that's when Kundi started talking at all, you know. Um, and it was like, no, we're doing everything we can. Um, the heart doctor is already here also to, to, to help. Um, so I'll, I'll call you back. And that's when Kundi uh, started um, crying at about 12 midnight, you know, um, until 20 past one. You know, that's when mm. I got another call to say, Mugundi, we've done everything we can, unfortunately. Mugundi didn't make it. And that's when Ompa stopped crying. Yeah. Now I'm alone. I've got this mm. baby. My heart is in denial somehow, you know. And I'm like, how do I, how? how? Like, there's Ompa now. Be. It can't be, you know. Now I'm calling my mom. Mom, I'm coming. 
Mm. You know, um, Ompa's father is already on his way. So he comes, picks us up, go to Alex. Um, my mom calls Sanel. I'm like, no, I'll tell you when I get there. But I think my mom knew um, mm. already. I think then I broke down when I got to my mom. Yeah. You know, um, it was terrible. It was terrible. You know, and when we, when we, and I think we called um, you, um, Lady P and, and Pastor P, and we were like, you know what? This is like a nightmare. This a very is like a bad nightmare. dream. A very bad dream, you know. Um, we drive back to hospital. And I was like, I was just here a few hours ago. This person mm. was okay. This person was talking happy. to me. You know, this person was happy that I'm here, you know. I didn't know that that was goodbye to say, yeah. You know, though his mm. words was like, yeah, this is my mom. Oh. Now I'm okay. You know, I didn't realize that it's him saying, yes. now I'm okay, mom. I'm okay, mom. Now I'm okay, yes. you know. So we drive back there. We, we just getting in, back into that room and unfortunately they didn't even get a chance to take him to ICU because immediately when we left so the six o'clock um, 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 staff when they came in um, already they found the nurses that were on him and we left there like late that means he got worse immediately when I left because mm. we stayed there the entire afternoon we get into that room and I'm seeing his lifeless body I was like my he didn't look like anybody that was sick. His body was like, it's if you could pinch him and he could yeah. make his usual noise and like, ah, oh, ma, you know? Mm. Um, but that was it, you know? And, and, and when the nurses were, were, I guess they were trying to to comfort me, to, to show me that they had tried everything they could, yes. you know? Um, and just them showing me that how much he bled out, you know? He was mm. having a lot of plasma, um, um, transfusion and a lot of blood mm. transfusion and unfortunately his, his body was not absorbing any of that you know and um, his lungs then plunged into all that um, um, blood so when he, he then passed um, he bled out north mouth Stop. ears everything apparently there was blood everywhere so when we arrived they just kept the, the jars where, um, that were connected to the machines but he was just bleeding everywhere you know so just to yeah. hear Pastor P praying from Kundi's soul to rest in peace, it just broke me to pieces. Because it, it's difficult to believe because you're like, no, you know, and I think for you more so, you're going through this for the second time. And you're like, Lord, where am I? Where, am I, mm. where must I find the strength to go through this? You yeah. know, maybe take us through it because I know faith um, plays a very big part in your life. Um, how do you even get over something like that? How did you get through it? Before we talk about Ompa, but how did you get through all of that? Because yes, a mom can be watching. Say, so I watched your first story and I can't believe it. Now this, I can't believe you went through that. But how did you get through it all? Faith at that point, I would say, I was shaken. I was like, Lord, again, you're you trust me too me. much. You trust me too much. And at this point, I can I can say that I don't have the strength. And the day we buried Mugundi, when we were leaving his home to the cemetery, I think I stopped crying then because mm. when we left the house, something to me switched off. Mm. You know, when we got to the cemetery, I, I was numb, you know, mm. as if I, I'm not watching my child being buried at that point. And coming back, you have to process all of that. You again. Know, again, you have to come back and like you know, now you have to go through it, you know, episode by episode. How did we get here again? You know, mm. and how and you are so much like you. Mukuntu <laughs> was so kind, very loving, very kind, extremely talented. You have to pray. 
played drums, very yeah. musical. Everything about him was just just so amazing. And I think that just makes it extra hard. But I want us to sort of like wrap it up as we wrap up the conversation. God has been good to you as well, you know. And oh, I think yes. it's important that, oh, yes. you know, although we show we share all of this and I've been through the most, this is an incredible woman who's achieved so much. How to wants you to take us through that. And when you're done, tell us about Ompa. <laughs> Wow. So before we get to Mukundi, you know, um, I was um, expecting Ompa. Yes. Then there was COVID and we were hospitalized now. Yeah, but I've been tested, hey? Uh, uh. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, what? Well, I didn't even realize you've been yes, through so much. I was much. like, oh God, you trust me too much. Um, uh, can you use somebody else now? If you want a testimony, can you try somebody? No, 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 no. I've, I've seen it all, hey? Then I, I, I got pregnant 2020 um, in June 2020, um, July 2020, we diagnosed with COVID. And they're sure. taking me to that ward. You know, there's a scary ward in Jane, that hospital. You're like, been there. yes, you're like, Lord, I, 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 no, and Pumina. <laughs> and the nurses are scaring you. The doctors, you don't even see the doctors that are performing x rays on you because they're covered with, oh, like, goodness. you don't even, you just see their voices. You know, like, some, all of you are scared of me. Yes. Like, I'm the virus. You are know? you dressed like that because you're protecting yourself yeah. from me? <laughs> you know? So they do the x rays. You can't even see who's your doctor. You know, the nurses, you can't even see but we stayed um like um a week in hospital and then i went home to recover so we fully recovered um so we 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 give birth in that the um, hospital then i missed my exams you know um and uh come back three weeks after giving birth I have to write my exam and there's a baby my sister is like coming to babysit because I need to sit for this there was no excuse you know so but fast forward um to August actually before I gave birth um I'm jumping around so August um I get nominated for woman of the year yeah uh, I'm like oh heavily pregnant as I am <laughs> <laughs> Awards. No, this is the G Sports Awards. The G Sports yes. Awards, yes. So um, in twenty um, in twenty twenty, so I'm nominated for Woman of the Year um, at that time, and I'm like, oh God, another one. You know, oh. um, you've been so good. You know, sometimes... Uh, Tell us about the first one. If so you say the, another one, that means there's another one before that. So, yeah, no, it's been... Uh, God has been great. Um, you know, uh, when they say continue to do small things with great love, even when people are not watching, you yeah. know. Um, and when I started um, actually um, changing the, the sports environment, um, which I work in, you know, I, I wanted to have to make an impact. It was not even about me, my name. You know, I didn't know that that is making a name. It's creating a name for myself. And I carried on. I drove the entire South Africa. I've been everywhere. I probably know all the villages, um, mm. you know. So at that time, 2015, my first nomination for the Asa Sports Awards. Like, okay, so Bloemfontein, we have to now. Dresses were not an issue because, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, okay, no, let's go enjoy this. You know, the red carpet when you walk in and they mentioned calling your name. I was wow. like, okay, this is the life, you know. <laughs> Now that comes Virginia, um, you know, I'm dressed in green and black and they start describing and, and that feeling of oh. being celebrated, you know, oh, it yes. meant a lot. And as if that was that, and then in 2016, I get another nomination for the SA Sports Awards. Um, mm. As a finalist, I go again, the red carpet, you know, that relieving that moment. Mm. So I've got a, um, a, a group of friends and family that are lining up to, to be my plus ones in these Aww. events. <laughs> I kept on changing my family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kept on um, changing my family members and friends, you know, accompanying me to God these awards. Good. God is great. So we didn't win the 2016 one, but it's still a finalist as a nomination. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. you know. Um, and then 2018, God does it again. Then my mom, ah, she was the celebrity. <laughs> trust me. She was a celebrity, trust me. I didn't matter at that point. Uh-uh. When we, they, we went for makeups, they started with her. You know, the makeup room was like so vibey. I was happy that she was enjoying yeah. herself. You know, I was happy that um, through my life journey, she gets to have this moment. Oh, yes. You know, my mother's words, um, so we get to be um, driven, you know, in Max. Oh, my word. Mm. I felt like a queen. You wow. Know, so, yeah, we get picked up. So everybody has the car allocated, um, Max. And, you know, you, somebody mm. opens a door for you. I was like, my mom was like, yeah, oh. Oh. I know such a life. I didn't know that you oh. would live such a life. I was like, I'm glad we are able to share it together yes. today. You know, she was happy, happy. So just to for us to be announced that she has Virginia and her mom in a, in a royal blue dress and just oh. having described how she looks, your word. She was calling everybody out. <laughs> Please watch me. Watch the TV. I'm on TV. <laughs> so when we won it, oh my word. Congratulations, Come by the way. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. You know, so um, God has been great, I won't lie. You know, and as much as I've had so many seasons of, of crying and so many seasons of my faith being being tested, so many seasons of me doubting even myself to say, hey, what's happening, you know? Yes. But one thing I, I am I, I appreciate about myself is the fact that I don't know anything else but, but God. Yes. He is my refuge. I just run back to him. And as you much do. as sometimes you get to like, Lord, uh, yes. so many wives yes, you I'm have. Tired. I'm tired. You know, use somebody else. I think you've exhausted my heart right now you know um <laughs> <laughs> you know so i've have had it all you know so but um 2018 my mom we come back um in the flight we in the award you know she was so happy you know um she held it until we got home you know we mm. even had a um she organized a family celebration just to gather oh. and we can celebrate the award and for your family to gather and just say we are celebrating you yeah. it means oh. a lot oh. it means a lot i mean there are family people that don't even appreciate themselves but for yes. your family to just gather to say celebrate you that means you have a great relationship yes. with your family you know which yes. is really important for me you know um and i've always um worked hard to to bring to keeping my family together and happy and doing things together and all those things so Mm. 2018 was really um, a blessed year. You know, a lot has Every happened. Every year is a blessed year. A lot oh, yes. has happened. A lot has happened. I eh? think you you deserve to write a book one day. Please, Lord, please help her write a book for a story because <laughs> your story is so rich. Mm. And we are so grateful for having you once again on the show because I think people who come on the show, especially I've been through the most, they're so selfless because it's their story, but they don't hold it with themselves. They give it out to the universe mm. for people to be encouraged, for people to gain strength. So I really applaud you for that because it doesn't make it easy to tell the story over and over again. But um, thousands of mothers are going to get courage because you were, you know, gracious enough to share your story. So may the good God bless you and continue to open doors for you in the sports industry. You make us incredibly proud. Thank you so much for being an amazing mother to all of your children because they're still all your children. And I'm so grateful that you have faith and that it's not something that you just preach, but you practice it because your life is testament of the God that you serve. If I was not a believer, I would say, child, and the God that you serve. Because if you can go through all of that and still look yeah. this good oh. then wow to god be the glory man i have a, a little assistant on Patricia. <laughs> she was born on the road six months she was taking her first working trip you know oh. so i even pay her but <laughs> <laughs> 
and suffering. You love like you. Yes, you know. I, I'm She's going to be a rowing queen. Yes, eh? yeah, no, she knows how to row even. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm like you, child. <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, every trip I take with her, she gets paid. You know, oh, I um, love she has it. An account, you know, but uh, she's loving it. You know, now she's grown. She's two and a half, almost two and a half years old. Um, she's very decisive. You know, she knows when mommy's taking her bags and she's gonna stand by the door. Like you ain't leaving me. You ain't leaving me. I'm ta- I'm taking along. <laughs> so yeah, having Ompatucheza healed me. You know, mm. her name itself, Ompatucheza. Oh. You know, God has given mm. me light. You know, there's there's like two names in her name. And I was like, when I was naming her, I didn't know that she's my blessing before the storm. You Ooh, know, she's the light that I'm going to need in future, you mm. know, in the next uh, a year or so. It's six months. Even. You made it because of her. Yeah. She um, carried you she through. She carried me through. She you was know, the gift I, from God. I, indeed. Mm. All right. So I just feel like it was God just saying, here's a little cute little oh, person here. The just cutest little girl. And just put a, you know, a nice rainbow on her. And wow. her mommy dresses are so nice, by the way. Um, so She's shout a designer. out to you, my queen. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. But thank you so much for coming through today. Thank we you. really appreciate it. Thank I know you for you having me. Really appreciate this as well. We yeah. absolutely love Virginia and doesn't want to have her. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much guys. For myself, Innocent. And myself, Millicent, Mashile, and Virginia. Thank bye. you for having me. Bye. bye. <laughs>